So we've been watching a lot of 97, and this is only the second 96 pay-per-view we've watched this year. But the stock music in 96 is so much more like 90s. It's just no, there's it nothing is. like metal and cool about it at all. It's just like it's fucking like, yeah, it's, it's very weird. And holy shit, the graphics also uh, one. What a difference a year makes that fucking skull is <laughs> the Mick Foley skull is horrifying. <laughs> I love the theme, though. It's like mind games, yeah, the, the face games. of fear and the mind of madness. <laughs> I thought uh, the videos were, were, I mean, it's better than fucking Michael Hayes. In this episode, we're going to be doing oh, this thing. It like, is. Mm-hmm. However, very early on, I want to point out that in the Goldust part, uh, Goldust is, so I'm going to set the scene here. Goldust on screen, cowgirl riding a man in the ring while rubbing his tits. He exposes <laughs> the hidden fears imprisoned within his opponent. So so we're still doing the whole you're afraid of gay. That's what that's what they're saying. Yeah. You're afraid of gay. Oh, yeah. Gayness is bad. Well, this is the first year of gold dust, right? So, but, well, but I, Sean, I think he started at the end of 95. Yeah, but Sean, but, uh, the Undertaker fears nothing. Not even <laughs> gay. Bom, yeah. bom, bom. <laughs> Which is good because he's going to get uh, pretty glittery and a bit oh, later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's so like is the everybody. Whole, the whole second half of this pay-per-view is just is covered fucking, in glitter. <laughs> so much glitter. <laughs> Of course, we uh, missed the free for all again, which includes damn, a uh, Jerry Lawler, Mark Henry angle, which, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we get to see that anyway. We get to see, so I don't oh, I'm, see more I'll of it. talk about that. That annoys the fuck um, out of me. But. We also missed Savio Vega pinning Marty Jannetty, uh, which that is happened. a setup for some bullshit at the end of the first match. But uh, yeah, yep. um, the first match uh, is going to be. Uh, well, they keep emphasizing. So this is a Caribbean strap match. Did you know yeah. that that Savio Vega has never lost a Caribbean strap match? They mention it at least four times. And my now, question is... I wonder is, if he's lost a Yapapai strap match or yeah, a Saskatoon say, strap match yeah, or a Texas say, strap match. Yeah, my question is, Is has there ever been a Caribbean strap match? Because if so, then good point. Can't lose. But I... So here's the thing about strap matches. They work if they're a dog collar match. Like that kind of strap. I don't need a, an obscure, stupid objective to be achieved. Don't do that. Yeah, it's fucking up. Gonna tap all four because, like, they're like so. There's really not much to talk about in this match. It's to attach two people together. Shenanigans ensue. Um, I forgot that Justin was Justin Hawk Bradshaw with mm-hmm. fucking uh, Dutch out there i forgot yeah. that was a thing uncle zeb or uncle zebediah not zeb, zeb coulter zeb, yeah zebekiah it was zebekiah, zebekiah. okay yeah. uh, but he, still it, yeah. it's it's the precursor to our great friend we the people zeb yes which was great i love that zeb that was awesome but so there's not much to talk about here there's an ecw chant and oh gosh sean crazy a local wrestling promotion trying to get themselves over at wwf's oh. expense <laughs> yes this local <laughs> outlaw promotion and it's sandman and dreamer being held back by paulie oh, like oh <laughs> those oh. local guys huh Oh, uh, that's all they give him. Like, they don't mention him for the rest of the show. Um, meanwhile, I'm going to say it right now while I remember it, because I'm probably going to forget in the actual Undertaker match. But in the Undertaker Goldust match, when Goldust throws Goldust in Undertaker's eyes and kind of misses, you can hear them chant, you fucked up. Yeah, you yep, fucked yep. up. And it's Philly and it's ECW. So yep. they're doing so- their own shit. Apparently, they uh, Tommy Dreamer was kind of on screen during the free for all, but they didn't really mention it. 
Okay. Um, but he was yeah, he so, started the crowd on an EC dub chant. So. Yeah, yeah. So this was actually planned. This is the beginning of their little working relationship they'll have for mm-hmm. a while here. So this this was planned because obviously Yeah, you can see Briscoe and uh, uh Pritchard down there uh yeah. trying to handle oh, uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> so this match is uh how do you say terrible? I did like I forgot to mention, I'm sorry, at the beginning, we got a Savio promo, which is always insanity. Because it's half in his language, half in English, and his English is butchered. But he does call Bradshaw a stinky cowboy. So we got that. (laughs) That is all we need. Bradshaw, Bradshaw, stinky cowboy, Layfield. Uh, Uh, There's a spot here where he actually smacks him across the face with the strap. And just because we know that Bradshaw is a bully, I'm always wondering if if stuff like that's intentional. Like he's just like, fuck you, slap him in the ear. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) so the, here's, I'm going to give you the, if you don't watch this match, you don't know what this match is. The, uh, the quick and dirty, it's a tug of war match. Yes. (laughs) The whole match is. So the, if you don't know the objective here is you have to touch every corner of the train every corner turnbuckle in a row one two three four then you win why nobody fucking knows it's un- unknowable who came up with this or why but it exists it's one of the terrible things that exists in wrestling this sunny and i want to say that they are worse in the wwf yes we'll get there sunny <laughs> acting pretty bad uh but like in the wwf the ring is two feet wider right yes. so i always wonder if these just work better in 18 foot foot rings but yeah my only real example of them is like hulk hogan and was it piper that had one I and they I had some yeah. sort of uh, fucking it was called the yapa pie strap match because because bischoff had been to arizona once at the time but forgot <laughs> yapa pie was how you say it yeah so that happened but so yeah that's the idea and um i actually had to stop and replay because out of nowhere savio vega wins now, I didn't understand what's going on because no one explains the rules of this. They just go, touch turnbuckle win. So, first off, there's no order. It can be any turnbuckle, apparently, just in a row. Consecutively. Yeah, and you don't have to do it consecutively. You can just, it, you, if you get three, you're at three. It's your score. So. Yeah, because and the referee's holding out three. Like, this is a very official way to keep track of this. I love it. So, what yes. happens is, what happened, again, I had to go back and watch this because I wasn't paying that much attention to the match because... It's boring and shitty. Uh, so Bradshaw hits one turnbuckle and then Savio hits it as he's drug along because they're attached to each other. So obviously. And mm-hmm. um, on the right. last one, Savio uh, fucking tugs him back and Bradshaw pulls him so hard that he fucking hits the turnbuckle and wins. <laughs> and that's that's that that's the ending <laughs> that yep. happened. So like apparently, yeah, you'd think like, there's maybe a time limit. Like if I touch this one, I have a count of 10 to touch the next one. Also mm-hmm. only one guy can be in the process of winning at a time. Nope. None of that exists. That's not no logical thought was put into this. It's just go out there and have a strap match. Okay, Vince, yeah. we'll, we'll do that. And no one cared about any of the match at all. Like the yeah. ECW guys got way bigger of a pop for this. ECW chance happened throughout the match. wasn't a, wasn't a big fan. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was not. But Savio won. I gave it a two out of ten because, and I said I gave it two solely because the strap probably hurts to get hit with. So I'll give them one. I'll give them two stars for ouch. Yeah, 
That's yeah, fair. I mean, like, I would, I would actually rather watch Brad Sean Fruit beat the living fuck out of Public Enemy than watch this, and that's always kind of hard to watch. So uh, yeah, because at least that doesn't have a fucking stupid, uh, arbitrary objective that must be accomplished. Yeah, which However, we'll also have I, later. I can say I'm glad that Lawler is on the card on the show and not in the booth because oh, Perfect God. is so much less obnoxious, and I can't yes, imagine that this match true. would be any better with bad jokes throughout the entire match. No, it would be equally as bad. Uh, so yeah, I gave it a two, and uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was a pretty good uh, assumption. But but next up, we get a treat because I didn't. Oh, oh I was gonna this say... one uh, one and a quarter stars. By the way, he yeah, you so... know he he basically gave the rundown saying it was bad, and uh, he was talking way more about how Jr. was being a heel on commentary, bringing up McMahon's indictment and all the other yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah. he started going off about. So. Um. But yeah, uh, our next match I didn't know happened, and I'm excited that it happened just because we get to see the pre-match uh, promo where Cornette cuts a promo, and uh, the video package where Cornette cuts a promo. Just Cornette promos, you know. That's, yeah, that's he's yell- yelling, and it, yep. Jose Lothario is so old that his social security number is one. Yep, that's he said <laughs> that that happened. That was a real thing. <laughs> and I said this in my notes. I say, "Oh God, Sean is about to spooge his pants." Yeah, that's great. Um, It it went 57 seconds, so you can't, you know, complain about how bad the match was. Uh, Cornette went down with one left to the head. Um, Meltzer said Cornette's knee has been swelling as of late, so it was even worse than you'd think. After the match, they showed Cornette knocked out laying on a bed, signing a piece of paper, which apparently is the angle where Cornette was tricked into signing away the contracts of Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith to Clarence Mason, which they didn't explain on commentary. And the commentators are confused about when Clarence Mason comes out in the next match. See, and Um, it's funny because I'll mention it because I wrote down in there. But so I want to my biggest question, Sean, in all of this, in all of the nonsense that's happening here, why? Oh, why? Is Cornette wearing a fat suit? And no one addresses it at any point. I don't even think he it's just a fat is, suit. I think he's wearing spandex and he's that fat. Um, uh, something's happening. I, it, but I, yeah, I think he's just wearing spandex and he's that fat. There's no and way. Was I he ever so. that fat? He was, I, I think never... he was that fat around this oh, time. Man. He said okay. he was stress eating when he had to work with shit stain in, Cor- in Connecticut. So that would be around I, this see, time. I'm conv- I swear he was wearing a fat if not, I, I feel bad, but also that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just how fat he was. He does like also, cheeseburgers. Also, by the uh, way, Melzer gave this negative one star. Okay, I gave it one out of ten out of politeness of I try not to do anything terrible. It it really wasn't a match. It was so short that I didn't care. Like if they'd gone like five minutes, I would have had a problem. But I I at least one star for seeing Jose Lothario come out to Shawn Michaels music by himself. That's worth a star, right? Oh yeah. It has to be. Yeah. And in his tights didn't look much better. You know, no. he's got like the whole like they make his legs look really skinny, and he's got like the belly going on. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it, it was a bad look. All he's around. also what sixty something years old. It, it, yeah, well, you know, so is it, Vince McMahon in yeah. in much better shape at well, some yeah, point. This is just something that didn't need to happen, but it did and no, it exists, yeah. and we've seen it, and we cannot unsee it. Also, what we can't unsee, Sean. Uh, Farouk's helmet. We have avoided yes. it up till now, but here it is in its fucking glory. Let's get Sable and Sonny on screen at the same time, pal. That's oh like the whole God. point of this little bit. Um, and then, yeah, and... immediately we already see uh, Sonny's bad acting because she's talking on the phone to somebody who's definitely real while staring directly into the camera the entire time. Farouk <laughs> just is on the phone. He looks. He's like, "I wish I was dead." 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you I got was... me wearing this stupid ass helmet. Damn. I would ra- I would rather be the leader of a black nation. Damn it. Well, oh boy. Oh, Farouk. Well, good thing we have an attorney on hand. Um, yes. But yeah, so at least uh, next thing up we get is a good promo, except we cut backstage before the promo starts into the middle of the promo. Uh, we cut backstage to see fake Diesel and Razor the yeah. night before they're debuted attacking who? Uh, Savio backstage, I think it was. Savio. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. that was. I think that was earlier yeah dur- that was during the beginning of the cornet lothario match that happened okay this is because jim ross is doing that oh i'll bring him back because he's a heel face or somebody th- who knows what the fuck they're thinking still one of the biggest questionable things well, i remember I, re- thought I, I thought pillman came out and then they cut back oh back backstage there's something going on backstage and then they cut <laughs> back to pillman and he's already mid promo so no we don't they, even no, know how- no they cut to brett Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, you're the, right. So, yeah, the diesel thing was at, like right at right before the cornet. So at this point, okay. Pillman comes out. He starts talking and calling Philly shit, basically. Um, yeah. And then Brett Brett called him a liar. And then Brett called Brett says they're a liar and them's fighting words. I never said I was going to be there in Philadelphia. You and liar. Da, da, da. And then yeah. Owen, he loves him, his lovable brother Owen, but he's also a liar and uh, just, he don't talk to either of them because they're liars and they're bad people, Sean and. Yeah, Pillman doing a great job of calling Philly trash. I feel like, though, Philly hates, you know, how Philly is. They hate to be shit on, but also they appreciate it because they mm-hmm. like him. So mm-hmm. they're not really booing him. He's kind of, he's no. trying really hard, but they won't. <laughs> and no one's, no one's ever going to boo Owen with that fantastic no. theme song. There is possibly no better theme music than his fucking weird hat. I didn't know that he da, still carried da, da, the slammy da, when he was just a da. one-time slammy award winner. So yeah, even after the first one, he was just carrying that fucking trophy. Forever. Like, I got I got this last year. This is my new one. Uh, and uh, Sean, how weird... Uh, hold on. So blah, blah, blah. Uh, Brett's being a bitch. He's afraid of Owen a little bit, but mostly he's afraid... That was a great line. Is he? He's afraid yeah, he's of me. Afraid he is the Owen. He's he's only afraid of me even just a little, little, little bit, little bit but he's really <laughs> I I really liked their back and forth. It was, they're pretty good. As we know going forward they do good. But uh weird to see Austin come out with the ringmaster not, music. <laughs> but hear the ringmaster. It doesn't does not it's confuse. All, doom, doom. And he's walking out and in my brain turn up <laughs> yeah, he's got the walk going on he's got yeah. like the earring in and the necklace the best <laughs> it's, it's I, I didn't stuff. realize that he kept that because king of the ring was well, yeah jim johnston shit it took him six months to write brock lesnar's song right so true. he's probably sitting there like dirty dirty no no wait no dirty no hold on hold on that won't work but yeah, so Austin, yeah, Austin out, said he wanted a song that sounded like Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine, which is. Yeah. Banner, bam, banner. Yeah, so I guess so kind of, you know, you got it. close. And I mean, at least it's not just he didn't just take it and change you know, I, the I last. I thought note. it was sirens in there. I thought there were sirens going on. And Jim Johnston told me it was a wah wah pedal on the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> he said something like that in an interview oh, and I was just cracking up. I'm oh, like, well, he's so genuine. Uh, so austin is uh he's not you know he's still already he's already a great promo right here this is like oh yeah like classic this is the classic promo where he says uh you know he thinks bret hart is not a chicken but what comes out of the south end of the chicken and put put a letter in front of a hitman no so yeah this show already like might be one of my favorite shows that we've watched this year just based off of like 
it's flowing well. I'm not terribly bored, even though there's been a boring match already. And this match that we're about ah, to watch here's... is a boring match. Yeah, I was just say, um, don't worry, we've got time. <laughs> <laughs> but like as a show, I wasn't overly like bored in the same way that some of these four match two hour in your houses are yeah, like, God, not, no. there's not one match on here I want to see. I no, knew was, that the main yeah. event on this one was going to be the match of the night, but I yeah. wasn't bored on the way there. I was just kind of like, well, I, I, did get a, I did get a little bored, but we'll get into that uh, yeah. right now, which is surprising because I, I, I know why I was bored. It's because we've got Owen Hart and the Bulldog versus the Smoking Guns. And yes, it, nobody is more boring than Bart Gunn. He is the boring like he makes steve blackman look like well i love how sonny Austin. comes out with billy and or, oh and then you can see bart turn around on the apron and go billy, I, no, billy so hurry up. here's what i said I, I so first i said i didn't know sonny was with the smoking guns and then i said i assume based on the yelling from bart that billy will be too horny and that will cause them to lose the titles no so, stradamus that's if me i remember I correctly it. around this time sonny gets fired from the body donnas and replaced with cloudy <laughs> who is supposed to be a transsexual <laughs> and oh, then um oh. transgender person but at the time that is the term they used in 96 uh yeah. and then uh sunny then turned heel even though she was already a heel yeah and and signed the smoking guns but she stayed heel and they stayed face but billy was wanting her and bart didn't i don't know they did really terrible so, storyline here but this a lot is post cloudy because there's nothing going on i think the body donnas are gone in fact i think candido might already be back in ecw here probably um but this, uh, uh this is very confusing yeah. because like technically i know owen and bulldog are heels They're yeah heels now because Brett's still a face. Oh, but and, all... and but but are they faces? Beca- because this is a they... face thing. When yeah, the banner but... drops down, it's fucking. Oh, and the best fun. part about this is Vince on commentary. So the banner drops down, and, and they've defaced Sonny. Yes, and they're and they're like, oh my god, look what they've done oh. to the banner. And then uh, you know, Perfect goes, oh, that's Owen. That's got to be Owen. Oh, you don't think it's Bulldog? He wasn't even there. That's what Vince says that. He says he wasn't even there on commentary. It's such, this is madness. And Sonny begins the second part of her trifecta of garbage acting, acting sad because why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Because they're, because it, just go away. Because they're heels. Except she's the heels, so they're baby faces. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who's the heel, who's the baby face. And I go back and forth. Like, this match is boring in the fact that I spent more time going, who's the... Are, was Owen a heel? Was he a fan? I, I didn't know. I still don't know. Um, I will say we had one example so far of a tag that wasn't a tag that the ref just went, ah, they probably tagged. It's fine. Um, yeah, so Clarence comes running out for some reason. I don't know, I guess, because he's filling and up Owen's for like, Go away. Go away. Yeah, and, yeah he may be yeah. coming in for Corny, who may be dying, it looked like. And also, they mentioned Crush for no fucking good reason. Yeah. And they he's don't the explain. of Crush. Yeah, they well, don't. Here's the thing is, Crush was brought in. Crush's <laughs> gimmick changed from Kona Crush to he's a criminal, and yeah. this is his lawyer. Yes. It, and <laughs> so apparently, I now know, thanks to you, that apparently he was actually stealing the clients because yes and we'll also find out that it's totally different like may, you don't hire a manager apparently managers hire you we're about to find out uh, fucking yeah. no one know i no i mean i guess you know in, in AEW, wardlow's contract was owned by mjf so there's some precedent like I a guess. virgil i believe was owned by ted dibiase so there's Which always is, some yeah 
some stuff like that um, going on. But yeah, cla- uh, this match went so long. I mean, it it only went minutes. eleven minutes, but it ten, went 11. so long. Yeah. So uh, the the highlight of the match was uh, quote by Jr. and I quote, "That was an injury, a head kick." That, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yep, that was good job. But yeah. And so yeah. then I go, wait. So are the guns the heels? I'm confused. Is Brett a heel in their faces? I thought he was a face. I'm so confused. Everybody's a face except Sonny and Clarence Mason. The managers are the yes. heels, and all the talents are faces. Uh, so only other only other that. things to note: Billy Gunn is yelling a lot, which proves he has a lot of charisma. Because if you yell in the ring, you're charismatic. And yes. Bart Gunn has the worst knee drops I have ever seen. Yeah, he's got a really good right hand, I've heard. I, yeah, well, up until he fights a real person who can fight. <laughs> it doesn't go well. But yeah, he's so I go back to his weight class. <laughs> after I do that, I go back in. Maybe they're both heels. More interesting. I'm still just, I can't get off. And then, oh, wait, that was the finish. So, yes, the finish is exactly what I said. Uh, B- Billy was being horny at Sable and it distracted him. But, okay, so I got a little thing to go. So, Bart runs into Billy who then pushes Bart, who then gets pinned after the running power slam. My question is, technically, when Bart ran into him and Billy pushed him, that's a tag. That's yep. he t- So technically, Billy is the legal man, so Bart was pinned. And I feel like Owen and Bulldog just are naturally always brought into who's the legal man. It's like a, it's like a secret gimmick they have going that no one knows yeah. about. Because yeah. it's done. They're identical. And he, Owen and Bulldog look exactly the same. Yeah, and I guess so. so at the end of this, I say, I guess who cares because this match is dumb. It's just to get the belts on Owen and Bulldog, which is only it can only be a good thing. It's not a yeah. bad thing. Well, so and, far, uh, this is the match that Meltzer gave the highest rating of the night, but you can't really you? complain against the other two matches, I guess. Uh, say he gave it two and a quarter, which uh, is a bit high for my estimation. Okay, I gave it a time. four out of ten because it wasn't overly offensive it just didn't hold my attention it was too long if it had been yeah, five long. minutes it would have been a like i'd put it five out of ten right in the middle so yeah technically yeah. it was but i mean as far as Sonny's acting goes we get a lot more of that finish um yeah so after this match is over the first thing i said is god please make it stop <laughs> so Sonny is yell talk screaming and she fires them because they're fake ass cowboys. Yeah, fake ass wannabe cowboys. I don't know it. She no I, good wannabe cowboy. I don't know. She like, said something I, stupid. I still, You're fired. I, she is complete and total proof that sometimes all you need is to be hot and you're good. Yeah, she's not a good actress. She's not a good actress. She has no appreciable. Like, I don't think Sable should ever talk either. But at least she did the grind. That was her thing. Yeah, right. Like, but yeah, it's just yeah. not good. It's not good. And no, but speaking of not good, we get more not good not, after this. Um, not good. No, we get good. Ooh, oh, you thought this was God. great. <laughs> I thought, you thought it was, this was good. <laughs> I thought the I thought the lighting was spectacular. Oh, okay. It looked like Bear and Mankind were in. Oh, 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 this this promo is great. This promo yes. is great. Okay. Okay. I was, so, I was like, yeah. hold on. No, yeah, yeah this so, promo is yeah. fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, Bear and Mankind are in a creepy room. Uh, so at this time, we're not yet at the point where Bear has stopped doing his falsetto thing that he thought he just did. No, yeah, he, no. I think that's the following year when he loses yeah, the makeup. Yeah, he gave and that up. Too. And um, it's absurd. And Mankind is like, 
I don't have any specific quotes, but he's at like the peak of crazy mankind before he gets silly. He's still crazy, yeah. scary. Like he starts developing the silly leading up to where we're at currently, you know, with the next yeah. King of the Ring. But uh, yes, good. I, anytime you give Mick Foley a mic, it's going it's gonna to be good. You can't can't be bad. Oh, yeah. Better but than Sonny. This next thing is not good. <laughs> OK, so I'm at, OK. I disagree. I so I like Lawler, but like I think there's no reason that Mark Henry should have been on TV in 96. He was so green. There was no reason to have him here. And this is another one of Vince's things where he's like, people have heard about this guy in the news, pal. No, normal people don't read fucking fitness magazines. Okay. Nobody had fucking heard of Mark Henry. No, it's just like nobody knows who Gable Stevenson is now. Realistically, people don't remember the names of athletes who are in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, you know who you remember as strongmen? Magnus for Magnus. Like the ones that were on that Arnold thing on ESPN that everyone saw occasionally. Like maybe, uh, what was it? Mario Pewter, that guy. Like there's a couple yeah. names, but Sven Carlson, there's a name. I just out of look at that out of nowhere. Sven, that's a big one. But yeah, not Mark Henry. I get that he did win gold and he's uh, reportedly horrifically strong. Everyone is terrified of him because he's strong. Luckily, he's yeah. not crazy. He's very funny. But here he's super young and they signed him to like a hugely expensive deal. And he's that not Vin- ready to be in the ring. Luck- they, no. they did the right thing by putting him in there with Lawler because. Yeah, I Lawler, mean, Lawler can so- take care of it. So I want to say uh, one again, thing. we've seen another Lawler match where I don't think he actually pulls something out of his tights, but he pretends that he I does so that. well. Yes. <laughs> so so uh, the, before this even happened, I want to say I'm very upset at the way this went down. So Lawler's music hits and immediately he starts doing what I love, shitting on everybody absurdly as full heel Lawler. But then Vince starts talking over him mm-hmm. and then they go to a cutback of King in the back spilling something on mark henry while vince is talking over him while he's talking it so there's four soundtracks going on at the same time because king's music's playing yeah also hasn't yes, stopped so it's king's music king talking vince talking plus playback yeah i don't need to see <laughs> yeah you know what i just want I, let me hear king because i yep. what i heard was funny and when offensive. king's working the crowd instead of me the listener for two fucking hours it's yes. great yeah exactly that's what i said i was like <laughs> I, ne- I almost want to go watch more Lawler when he was not on commentary because like on commentary, it gets tiring and he has to cut back a little bit because he can't be full here. Like, no, I well, yeah, I don't think they know who there's there's maybe a dispute over Memphis TV and who owns it, yeah. which is why it's not on the uh, the network. Right. Um, but that's some stuff I would really like to, to be able to go back and watch more of, especially because people talk about how Memphis was the place that the craziest angles happened because it yeah. was a weekly territory. They didn't go yeah, exactly. other places. They ran shows in Memphis every yeah. week. So yeah, no, it'd be cool if that ever comes out. Um, and Mark Henry comes out in a very <laughs> patriotic red, outfit. Blue. Uh, yeah. But this is at least so the first time I think I ever saw him on a raw, he had like this awful like trumpet music. It was like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> and so at least here, it's actually the song that I remember him having before sexual chocolate. Oh, right. Which, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's just a song. Nothing's as good as sexual chocolate, but this no. is something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the match it's, so I'll say this, the match itself, non, not relevant. Yeah. No, it isn't it's, so much. It, it's Jerry Lawler. Carrying the aftermath of the match is also is, confusingly irrelevant. Yeah. So, so basically throughout the match, so I want to say we got um, one of those lovely USA chants when there's two wrestlers from the U S in the ring. It, 
it does don't do that it doesn't it stop it's just because he's wearing red white and blue doesn't mean jerry lawler wasn't born in america and has yeah. always lived in america right <laughs> it is unnecessary um lawler is fucking bumping is hilarious i oh yeah <laughs> like i just same as the last time we watched it with the king of the ring i fucking love his ring work it's so good mm-hmm. and it's not like technically good right it like it's just there's something about it that just is it's like rick flair-esque like it's really good mm-hmm. and i love it and uh lawler is a fucking pro to carry a guy who, who he's probably been learning wrestling for a month maybe yeah he's definitely not like, I think he's been signed for a couple months here. And, like, this is the first, this is his in ring in ring debut. Um, yeah. And, and um, you know, I will say, Lawler, shows, took a, Lawler took a pretty nasty fucking bump, by the way. That oh, where yeah. He went, he, so he went through the middle rope. And normally when they go through him, they kind of fall right out. He fucking took it, t- like, to the concrete and the fucking rail. It was a pretty yeah, fucking Yeah, the first crazy shot bump. of it. So there's been a couple bumps. In fact, in the, uh, you know, in the main event, there's a there's a bump that Foley takes that just make made me almost sick to my stomach. But um, yes, uh, that the first shot of the Waller bump, you can't uh, no, see I, it. Like, you can only hear it. No, and, and it's do funny. Yeah, and like because I know as a wrestling person, I'm like he didn't just go roll out. That that was like you could a hear suicide him hit the barricade. That, yeah, and I was like that was a barricade move. I was like that was a suicide dive. Jesus. Yeah. So Waller suicida. No, don't say that. We're saying suicide, 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 suicide. <laughs> but don't okay. but don't but don't do it but yeah so ha- <laughs> don't say that word <laughs> that's that'll get us uh algorithmed oh no wait we'd we have to have monetized sean we'd have to have people watching first <laughs> oh, oh. now uh, i want to sean now i want to do the thing we just talked about <laughs> oh. 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 but no do hold you on you know what makes you know what makes me want to do that watching mark henry's punches oh my yeah, God. they're bad. Well, it turns out that strongmen aren't necessarily known for their ability to strike. Uh, no. I don't know why he's also remember how wrestling is you closed hand used to be illegal because it's hard to fake punches. Like, I think it's OK to return to that. Maybe we could someday. Definitely, yeah, like there's a reason yeah. Ric Flair chopped and it's because he couldn't punch like you're not yeah, allowed. I, to. Even, even though we did learn he absolutely fucking can. He has a great. Punch. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he just, but he just you know, early in his career in the 70s, in his first yeah. run before the plane crash, yeah. you were not allowed to punch. Yeah, meanwhile, so you got fucking, the best you got, the yeah, meanwhile, you got guys like fucking Shane literally just punching people in the head to the point of Chris Jericho karate kicks him in the head to stop him. Yeah, well, I mean, you see, you can tell when somebody's really getting punched in the face, just like you yes. can tell when somebody's really getting chopped. Oh, in the we're going to see that in the main event. You're going to be able to tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so Henry wins with a backbreaker kind of, it's not like a, a backbreaker backbreaker. It's like a standing backbreaker submission hold. Yeah. It didn't look very devastating. It's like a, it's like a vertical, not a vertical, but an offset. It's like the opposite side torture rack. He's torturing yeah, you. This yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's like way. a shittier torture rack. Like think of mm-hmm. what is uh what is fucking Farouk's finisher? The shitty dangerous oh, the looking. dominator yeah think of that but instead of slamming him on his face he just holds he just him there holds gently him there. gently yeah. yeah and shakes him so it looks like he's like shaking yeah him. I don't know. so he wins <laughs> by that and the winner mark henry so i actually i gave this a five out of ten and it's not for the in-ring action it's just because lawler is i like lawler it was great i like him well after the match we get after the match i become confused i became 
confused Sean immediately. So not Al Snow attacks Mark Henry. Oh, I just yeah, I didn't Gennetti even yeah attacks just... Mark Henry. And so <laughs> for reasons Rockers, un- yeah unknown and then, reasons. And then Triple H comes in and attacks yep. Mark Henry. Who actually yeah um, of course notice Sean Triple H is the only one that's allowed to get like some offense. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you got like two strikes in. Um, but yeah, it was pointless. So, like they're just uh, trying well, to put him over hard here, so, even though he's oh, clearly I, not ready to be. Yeah, I do. Pushed. I do want to say it is a little weird. So when when Leaf Snow Cassidy man Eric man came in, what does everybody want? Rock Leaf Cassidy. <laughs> he got thrown out, and then Henry was staring at him. And as he's staring at him, Janetti runs by. But like Janetti's in his sight line blatantly because mm-hmm. that's where they walk. So I think that Mark Henry is like an opposite T-Rex. If you're moving, he can't see you, I think, is what they're getting at. Uh, so I think that's the gimmick. Mm. And I don't know why we're not writers for wrestling, because I'd watch that. Oh, yeah, no, his sense. opponent has to be in perpetual motion. Otherwise, he'll never win. <laughs> well, good thing. Ernest the Cat Miller's here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that happened. And yeah, Mark Henry is a, is a monster, but he's green. And I, uh, it happens. Yeah. Uh, Meltzer gave it a dud and said Henry showed nothing. Really? At this I mean, point, I agree. He a lot closer to Bill Kazmaier than Ken Patera. I mean, I uh, agree. He did nothing. But the crowd, they popped because they hate Lawler so much. So I have to give, like, I, I'm giving it credit because Lawler's such a good heel. Like, yes. Yeah. I I'm feel doing. like it's weird that this is on a pay per view, but again, yes. in your house is not the same it's as not. a regular pay per view. These yeah. were 20 bucks and they yeah. were once 20 month. bucks. They were an hour shorter. Right. So, yeah. Um, um, they're talking about the, the next... live match next week. So apparently yeah. the next pay per view. So alive. even if mankind wins this match tonight, buried alive is not a title match because somebody might die and you yeah, can't have a title can... change in a death match. But you would think if the champion dies, you would naturally need a new champion. Who knows? Exactly. So whatever. I don't know. But they basically like when they said that, that made me think, you know, they're trying to set it up like mankind could win the title, even though that's probably not going to be a title match. Yeah. So um, we, we then get another package of gold dust and how gay he is and how it makes people scared because gayness is scary. And he's a heel, Sean, because heels are gay. Wait, no, gays are heels. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Um, yeah, I mean, so not, it's, it's not, the okay. oldest story in not, wrestling. Gorgeous not, George. Not all, not all heels are gay, but all gays are heels. I think that's yes. In, in '96, sorry. Nowadays, yes. you can be anything you want to be. Yeah, except a be, face. Uh, except a face, well, because no one. Gets or to a be sex face. pest. You can't be a sex pest. Yes, that's not allowed anymore. That Joey is Ryan can't even work at Disneyland because I, he's a sex pest. Yes, which <laughs> I mean, I would say leave him alone. But, but it is like, a park with children. I know, so but, he, like, but he didn't like do it to took children. a picture of him working at the mall. It's, I know, it's, but he also he's, didn't. He never, he doesn't have any child abuse stuff on it. So like, no, I don't know. but it is sexual I, in yeah, nature. It's, it's, it's rape allegations. I mean, there's I no mean, convictions, but yeah, still. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bad look for Disney. It is. No, I, I get why they did it. I'm just like, ah, He could go work at the Six Flags version of a Jungle Cruise, but not Disney. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know. He could go uh, work at the railroad at Rawhide. There you he go. Could, he could do yeah. it. Toot, toot, he could do that. Um, so this did remind me, though, Sean, we still need to watch along the Boiler Room Brawl. That has to oh, go yeah, on yeah. the list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, Mankind that, has showed... the urn now, so yeah. we are post-Boiler yeah. yes. Room Brawl. Yep, so um, we're there. 
Um, also, Sean, have you ever heard of a stipulation called the final curtain stipulation? No, but apparently no. it's just a uh, uh, no, no, uh, no submissions. Oh, we'll we'll get no into DQ. that later. We'll get into that later because the referee doesn't seem to know what this match is either. But no, yes, yeah. apparently it's just someone has to pin someone. That's it. That's the match. Yeah, but there's why no submissions? Why submissions are banned? Who fucking knows? Why I don't know. They just are. Yeah, um, and it's they don't dumb really because give us preface for well, this it's at dumb all. because oh, but I in that pre uh, in that promo thing leading up to the match, they keep starting it over because they don't know how to like mix their sound. But there's like a cool remix of Goldust and Undertaker's song. Like it's yeah. like the two songs mixed together, and I'm like, yeah, what I heard is that, that? and like, then it'll cut away, like, and then it starts funky. over again. Yeah. And so I never get to hear where it's going. It's just like no. the same two bars of music because yeah. literally every time the narrator comes, and then Goldust, and then the song plays again. Yeah, and then he comes back in, and the yeah. song stops. Like every time yeah. we talk. <laughs> um, luckily, Finkel told us what the match was. Of course, he was being fucking talked over by the commentary team while he was trying to tell us the rules because fuck it. Who cares? It's I don't think they know what's going on because no. there's a point when the people behind them are yelling, trying to get like attention on camera. Like, yes. And you can tell that they're pay- they're no selling it. But also like they might not literally hear it with those yeah. headphones on. Yeah. So they so, might not uh, even realize that they're talking over Fink until they look on their monitors. Yeah. So there's not a lot. I didn't write a lot to this match. One big, huge. Oh, it's, it's gold dust and undertaker. We didn't say that, uh, but one yeah. big thing to note immediately, Sean Marlena interfered in a match. Yes. That yeah, is the, the first time from what? At least 10 pay-per-views we've seen her in where she didn't just stand there. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe maybe everything we see later was because of this one time where she slapped the Undertaker to no effect. And they're like, oh, she really gets involved in those matches. We got to watch her. Yeah. So maybe this is just long term storytelling at its best. True. I doubt it. Maybe. It's not, no, yeah, but it could too. be. We could say it is. Um, yeah, and- I've never. I don't know if I've never seen Undertaker face gold dust before or if we've just never seen this amount of confetti because uh, yeah. and and his makeup. Like yeah, before so, the spot with the actual dust, there is already gold shit all over Undertaker's shirt. I was going to say, and it doesn't look like gold. It looks like someone wiped their ass with his attire. Yeah, it's got like a mustard stain on his fucking yeah, and then, like baby shit. And then they try to say, oh, he's using gold dust. It's stripper glitter. He yeah. throws stripper glitter near the Undertaker, not in his and eyes. You as fucked up, champ, from the ECW Near enough, guy. you fucked up. And now... Sean, I immediately could say I, yeah. So Vince, what is that substance? Well, that would be glitter, Vince. The substance is fucking glitter. And you told them to do this. It's your company. (laughs) This is your fault. Also, (laughs) so I never needed to see the Undertaker covered in stripper glitter. Didn't need that in my, not needed. Also, another big quote here from JR. And I quote, I don't care how big a guy you are, your eyes are vulnerable. And Goldust went for the most vulnerable part, perhaps, of The Undertaker's anatomy, his eyes. And that's when I questioned, <laughs> is this match going to participate in the streak? Um, because that's a bold claim from JR, and it's not. So we it's lose not, two so Undertaker matches. No yeah. nut shot. No nut shots. Bullshit. It's over. I, I say the streak, unfortunately, is never again a thing. Um, but now we know that the Undertaker's his most vulnerable part of his anatomy is actually his eyes, yes. but only when attached Which, with glitter. We knew that about old Undertaker because his groin was in, invincible with the power yes, of the urn. But he could um, be blinded. Yeah, 
But now I see what I wonder is if 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 Undertaker wasn't blindsided by the dust, if he had seen the dust coming, could he have rolled his eyes back and then it not oh. affected him? Right. And then when he put him down, they were kind of like just play. Ah. Just be no- yeah, it would have been normal. It's kind of oh. like blocking it, you know? Well, not, hold on. Is this WWE or Mortal Kombat? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, right here. We need to go into it. So let's talk about this. The stipulation of this match is, and I quote, someone has to win via pinfall. That is that is what Finkel said. So now yeah. the referee is counting them out. Why? How? <laughs> no one knows. It's impossible. They can't be counted out because someone must win by pinfall. So if you count them out, what happens? Uh, oh, you both lose now. Keep going. No, and no one knows because as I type that, I push spacebar to keep watching, and Vince immediately goes, oh, there's no DQ, no count out. Then why, Mr. White? Just nobody are you told Tim White. Nobody <laughs> no told knows. Tim White, and he's just, he's just he doing has, his job. But he has no told idea. Him. No one knows, and yeah. Everyone's covered in stripper glitter and Peacock is being a bitch to me today. It did that stupid thing where it like stops and gets shitty quality and asks me if I want to resume at least uh, 15 yep. times during the show. Damn. Yeah, and, that uh, happened to me once uh, in the main event. Um, I think it, not I don't know. I, I think it has something to do with when I'm typing and come back to it. It freaks out. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it in a different browser. I don't know. But it used to honestly, uh, Peacock is so buggy that when I would lock my computer screen or put it to sleep, rather, mm-hmm. um, it would auto play a video that I had paused once it went to sleep. So I, my, spe- so- my, my speakers would still be on, but I would put my computer to sleep and then it would boot itself back onto the lock screen and you'd hear like, oh, my God, Austin's making his way to the ring. You're like, no, and like one night it actually played like, I think, four in your houses without me realizing it because the speakers were down. And I came back Lovely. and I was like, would you like to resume uh, uh, fucking like, mind? Uh, it wasn't this one, but it was a different one. You're like, no, no I wasn't even watching it. Uh, we can confirm from this, though, that Vader takes a much better second rope choke slam than gold dust gold dust took one and it looked like uh, and he hit his legs on the fucking fucking mat before his back hit yeah that looked yeah. awful um awful it, it probably was... hurt and uh taker hits the tombstone i don't know why i typed it with three o's i just happened and the undertaker Ooh. wins and my response to this is two out of ten well that was a match not a good match not an interesting match but technically a match yeah Meltzer gave it a star and a half and he said the best spot was the uh the heat sp- or the, the heat spot not even the best spot the heat the spot, spot was throwing the gold dust yeah oh, so I'll say the glitter just call it the, like the, call the, the heat spot. spot meaning that that was the hottest spot in the match though which is probably true um I mean, yeah everyone's just like ooh, glitter ooh, interesting yep and then undertaker went outside the ring to sell it i don't know yeah so um but yeah had... it was a match it yeah, happened. Don't need to see yeah. it again. Undertaker needs the right opponents, and unfortunately, his run with mankind here is on a little pause because they gotta, you know, wait it out for Barry to life. So yeah. Uh, but that said, mankind gets to have the match of the night here, and yes. uh, according to him, of his career up to a point, up till the Randy Orton match, he thinks this is his best match. Now, um, I want, so the interview beforehand was it just me or did it feel really weird with HBK? So like, it's that was awful. just weird. And what I wrote down was, I know the story of this is supposed to be that Michaels is nervous, but it just, it shows to me that Michaels sucks as a baby face. He doesn't know what to do when he's not cocky, so he can't play an underdog. At this point in the career, at this point. 
Yeah, well, the only thing that made him a babyface was being gone, though. If he right. hadn't gone away, I don't I think he ever would have gotten no, that. Because the but fans didn't away, miss him yeah. enough to make him beloved, right? Right. It's so, when he came back and, yeah. I Honestly, I think what made him a good babyface is solely the SummerSlam match. And yeah. all of the, like, how he wanted he came back, his best friend. I, I feel like that's what did it and that carried him. But we'll, we'll get to see that. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's one of my favorite matches ever. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, but yeah, he's got so gum in weird. his mouth, so like he's talking weird. Yeah, and, and I'm then pretty, Kevin I'm Kelly is sh- interviewing him, and Kevin and, Kelly looks awkward too. So this whole thing's. Just I'm pretty weird. sure during it, he says something to the effect of, "He would be scared, but luckily he doesn't have a brain, so he's yes. not." So he, he does like the Sid, he does that. Was it Sid Vicious that called I'm stupid as I look? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and Nash is just like. <laughs> Oh, God. By the way, happy birthday, Kevin Nash. 63 years old. Oh, wow. I just started a new podcast with Sean Oliver that I have to check out. Uh, Apparently, he talks about like the last days of Scott Hall, and it's a pretty heavy listen. But uh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love since it was a four way phone call with the click. So gotcha. Yeah. Also, they've mentioned the click at least five times tonight. Yes. So that's what Shawn Michaels is calling his fan base. uh, Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that makes more sense. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Didn't they just viciously punish Hunter for the click? So I think the reason they started okay. calling his fan base that was because of the curtain call, and they wanted to try and make like the dirt sheet magazine seem like they were talking about Shawn Michaels' fans. Maybe you know, try to take the spin I, of it a little bit. I wouldn't doubt that. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. I was like, it seems weird that they're referencing this so much. Yeah, because at this point, the click is just one, two, three, kid. Aldo Montoya, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels, because because yeah. Nash and Hall have left. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, Sean, were you? Here's the thing. Note they. Uh, I said right here. Paul Paul Bear comes out alone, crazy, and the Druids are pushing a, a large coffin. And uh, there's yes. no way, Sean, that ma- mankind could be in the coffin, right? No, no, Why would couldn't it be? be. Oh, but he is, Sean, and Vince McMahon is. Oh, he, Oh, wow, it's, it's mad cow. Wow. Yes, Vince. It, he's in the. Wait, what? What? Why? Stop it. Of course, he's in the coffin. Just play it off like he's weird. You don't have to play it off like it's. Oh, I'm surprised. Just be like this. Oh, God. What a bunch of fuck. What a fucking freak. You, you could have done it, but you didn't have to. Do yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't to. work great. Well, I think uh, the other part that took my mind out of it was they have the pyro in the ring for Shawn Michaels. Yeah, entrance. fucking Mick Foley has to like stumble around it. Yeah, on, it just like I was like, this kind of takes me out of the whole. Because like what, they always take such care of Undertaker's it, entrances. Yeah, and like, that's they don't the show thing. you the guy put the stairs up when he's going to bring the motorcycle down. They just no, do that's it, the thing. You know? Well, I feel like that's the thing about the production value, right? At this point, yeah, low, low production value. They don't have fucking time to ha- pay people to fucking run in and put that shit in there correctly. No. Well, yeah, because I remember around this time on Raw, sometimes for the in-ring segments, you would see them put a monitor in the ring for the guy to hear himself. Yeah. And not get the echo. And you would just see yeah. them shoot it. They wouldn't shoot yeah. around it. No, they don't. And care. It's funny. And then, yeah, Michaels comes out. Big ovation. Everyone still loves Michaels now. He's still a face. Like Sean said, he's I and most smart fans think he's much better as a heel at this point. But he's a yes. face. Much, um, much better. And Sean, unfortunately, they couldn't get the goddamn glitter off. So this entire match is also a stripper glitter fest. Yes, and that kind of, t- I don't want to say it took me out of it, but I could not stop thinking about there's it. There's like, this the one time, like, wow, really big piece on Michael's back the entire fucking match. Yes. It, 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 a big dot. 
Like what? Think of a dot that would cover Christian's face. It's on Michael's back. That's what it is. Yeah, it's no. The whole thing is kind of. I don't want to say it's goofy, but like they could have maybe. It, it, I don't know. Gold. Not, they they didn't need to do that. Done much. that Literally spot outside. Everywhere. Done it outside. Done. Yeah, so many choices, but they didn't. Uh, but they this match starts off pretty hot. Like they immediately go outside the ring to concrete, mm-hmm. and uh, we get like we get. Uh, just mankind underneath spot. the mat some yeah, bumps that is, way yeah i was gonna say like it's always it's 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 a mankind thing there's always something you haven't seen before something a little different and weird and that was yeah. cool i wouldn't want to be the guy taking those stomps that seems very unfun like, no where is but, he when's uh, he gonna land where's he gonna land on out oh, that fuck, was my fucking nuts right sack. after that he takes a bump and his head just smacks and bounces off the concrete and i like got i got like a who, uh, who's Foley? Oh, when Foley yeah. does the um, the neck breaker. Yeah. Yeah, which is funny because Foley did the offensive move, and that move definitely was just Foley's head hitting concrete. <laughs> yep. But he just gets up. He's like, I didn't hurt mine, so I'm fine. Uh, there's a cool angle, by the way. They have a turnbuckle cam, high tech, uh, where Michaels does his elbow drop off it. It's actually a pretty cool uh, looking shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for that sure. That was cool. Um. And I think um, so. Here's I have a question. You watch this part. So Michaels jumps up on the second rope and holds like he's going to do a um, like a sp- you know a spinny uh, body splash type thing, mm-hmm. which I know he does. But McFoley walks the other way, and then Michaels jumps down and starts like doing that thing where you think maybe Michaels is actually mad because they fucked up a spot and starts punching him. Yeah. Do you think that actually happened, or do you think that was intentional? I think that actually happened because there's a couple spots in this match where I honestly feel like Foley already knows about Michaels's reputation. Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to use the phrase going into business for himself. I want to, I want to use the phrase cutting a piece out of the middle. Right. Uh, Foley wants, he knows this might be his only fucking main event match against the champion. Right. Right. Yep. So he's going to make sure this is a fucking good match and they right. have time. This match goes almost a half hour. It's 26 yeah. minute match. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's a spot, that spot, and then also later in the match when it looks like Michaels is going to go for another elbow and then fully stands up and does, yeah. and he has to go for a cross body. Right. I think Michaels got pissed then again, too. Because <laughs> right after this, um, it, like, and that's what I said, like, it's entirely possible before this match, Foley has said, just fucking hit me. And yeah. Sean went, works for me. Yeah. Uh, but. It's also possible, like, it just fucked up and he got mad. But, yeah, so at this point, Michaels is basically it's probably just, a mixture of the two. Somewhere yeah, in the he's middle, full blown, yeah, he's full-blown punching and kicking him. You can, it's it's not yeah. worked. Um, well, this is one and, of those blatant and, and, disregard for your body matches, right? Well, so I, we I, just watched at King of the Ring 97. Mankind did the almost the same psychology thing. It's it's halfway through this match that it begins, but his knee yeah. goes into one of the yeah. sets of steps. And right. then his opponent works the knee for the rest That's of the actually match, right after this. So yeah, right after this little where they kind of start shooting a little bit, it looks like. And mm-hmm. I, I do want to say, I kind of wonder if this was intentional just because, or maybe even like, cause Foley, it looks like is definitely not pulling his punches either. Yeah. It looks like he actually hits him. And I wonder if either Michaels and them worked it out beforehand or like Foley's like, well, if he's going to punch me, I'm going to punch him. And that, you know, cause I've heard in wrestling, like with Brock and Braun, right? Brock yeah, nailed him and Brock check. fucking Brock hit him. It was like, slow the fuck down. Stop actually hitting me. Like, you know, so maybe it's a receipt kind of thing. I don't know. I wish 
we'd watch this before the Foley thing because I would have definitely asked him about this instead of that. This is more interesting to me. But well, you know. next time, next time when he's on our podcast, <laughs> uh, he's got yeah, one of his so, own now. We'll have to pay a hundred bucks or buy a mortgage from Conrad Thompson before we'll get access. No, we'll just we'll just <laughs> fucking give him an in, an what an in and out fucking gift card. He'll be oh, he likes Waterburger. 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 My bitch. bad. Yeah. But yeah, so after this, we do what seems to be a staple of Mick Foley in how can I hit my leg on the stairs in a different way? Today, it was a suplex maneuver. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know why he really likes doing this, because it looks really unpleasant every time he yeah. does it. And he again, he's wearing knee pads here. There's a point in, I think, like 98 around the dude loved maybe 97 uh, when he stops wearing knee pads. And uh, you never see him do any of these spots. Yeah, I, I think that's it. He's like, <laughs> OK, it'll absorb the thing. But yeah. Foley really likes getting suplexed or hip tossed into stairs. And the match so far at this point, I said super physical, really digging it. I like physical matches. That's what I like. I don't, as much as I hate Cornette, I, I'm not as big a fan of the flippy dippy bullshit. So I like yep. to see two large men punch each other. And that also is a heel, not gay. So that can be <laughs> uh, and, oh, you know, oh. Meltzer says it's a good thing. Uh, Foley, he said, uh, started with a lot of brain cells because more matches like this and he's going to have a lot less. <laughs> hey, and we know that because he admitted at the show he, he remembers a lot less. So, yeah, um, I will um, say right here, Sean, are we ready for the figure four rating of the night? Uh, yeah. So I was actually going to ask you yeah. at least how you think HBK's is against Triple H's. Who's who's figure four? Because I don't think I've ever seen Michaels do one. No, Maybe I've never. This is the first time. Flair. Yeah, he, he might have there in Flair's retirement match. He might have done one. But yeah, he might have well, pulled Flair's it out then. First retirement match. First. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he's uh, about to have his third one. So we're so we're I actually gave this one a seven out of ten. OK, form okay. was good. The only thing that would have been better is again. And Flair understands this. You need to put your left leg. And you need to f put your foot flat on the ground. That is how mm. you apply the pressure. If you have your foot bent, you're not applying full pressure. It's a, it's wrestling, so it's fine. But also, when I really like that move. When he goes to get move. out of it, he technically yeah, reverses he, himself. So. But they don't mention it because I don't think no. they knew that. Because neither of them do the moves. They're like, I don't fucking know. Ah, let me get out. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that because so did I. And I thought that was pretty funny. Um. Oh, oh, quote from Mr. Perfect. That's one of my moves. Michaels is wrestling this match perfectly. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, oh, boy. So the chair and, comes in around this time. No, no, no uh, hold on. Before the chair uh, didn't come in yet, Sean, McFoley starts violently stabbing himself. In the leg with the pencil, yes. Uh, he's so trying I, to get some feeling back in his leg. So I, th when I saw that, I first was like, is it like an EpiPen? He's like adrenaline shotting. Is like, that would have made some I sense. I just thought of that scene in Talladega Nights. You know, when... So, yeah, I don't know what... I guess it was so he gets feeling bad. Uh, he's crazy. Who knows? Why, why does... Paul Bear have a pencil or a pen randomly on his Who knows? I love though when he grabs the urn and he just starts rocking on the floor yes. that he's like getting his uh his, yeah. his wits about him trying to get and some I, power yeah, from that so, urn. Yeah, so we're about to get to the chair. So we one more so one really I said no one bumps better with the stairs than Mick Foley. He is the best at doing it. And then we get a crazy hangman spot here before yeah. So uh, Foley does the hangman, which he does, but he's in it. I should have asked him, does that suck more or less with the mask on? 
I wonder if it like helps for your ears, you yeah. know, or for your ear, I guess. Because yeah, by the time you have the, the remain, mask, yeah, you only the have the one ear, yeah, the remaining ear. Uh, but yeah, he, he so he's in it for probably a good five seconds. Michaels comes over and he actually locks in the mandible claw, which they do a terrible job of showing with the camera. Mm. I didn't know that was happening. Oh, the camera until they this whole it. event is awful. Like the camera, the handheld camera guy is just awful. I forgot yeah. to mention it, but way earlier in the Brian Pillman segment, when Owen starts talking, cameraman for some reason wants to go down and shoot yeah, he's the like, slammy. yeah, he's like shooting the slammy and fucking Owen's dick. You're like, ah, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's just, he's talking. Just, just go shoot up. the guy who's fucking talking. <laughs> yeah, and then so it's interesting. I mentioned it. I like this match a lot because Michaels is doing something different than anything I think we've, I've ever seen. He's wrestling a physical match, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing fucking Pete Dunn shit. He does the fucking finger stuff. And oh yeah, not not Butch. Pete Dunn. We don't talk about Butch. Pete Dunn. Yeah, no. That's his name. Uh, Michaels does the Sabu <laughs> spot with the chair. Yeah, that's, fucking uh, fucking Paul Paul Bearer at this point. Not your hand. Yeah, not your hand. <laughs> <laughs> like God damn it. Um, yeah. At that point, that's when we get the swinging neckbreaker spot that you're talking about. That's really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, Mick Foley, kudos to him, pulls out an amateur wrestling pin attempt. That's pretty cool and throwbacky <laughs> since he actually used to wrestle. I think he said he was what the worst wrestler ever, but he did it. Damn it, <laughs> he did it. And um, there's an annoying man in a green shirt out there yelling a lot. Really hates Foley. Really, really like Gold Dust. Really likes Shawn Michaels. I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, he's a heel. <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, now we get so Bear distracts the referee, right? Yes. And Foley, for some reason, throws it, has a chair just in the ring and he goes to climb the outside rope with a chair. But Michaels hits like a flying RVD kick. They call it the sweet chin music. It isn't. It's it's just like the flying RVD kick. He like launches Sabu launches off of it into it, which mm-hmm. is pretty fucking cool. I thought for a federation match like it's no rvd but you know where he got somebody told him hey there's this guy named robbie van dammer and he does this maneuver and and hbk does the slowest pin attempt in the world which started to bother me until i realized it's because vader is a big fat piece of shit and is not in position (laughs) no i was gonna say so as we go in here so he goes for the pin and it takes a while and then michaels actually breaks off the pin and to go I was punch like, Vader, who's yeah, so, supposed to be in the ring doing this already. Yeah, I was going to say, so my question, and I think you just answered it, was like, I saw this as, unfortunately, Foley looks like shit, because I think the whole point was to, hey, maybe Foley still would have kicked out, but we'll never know, because Vader interfered. But yep. Vader wasn't there, so Michaels has to just, oh, I guess I won't win the match, I'll stop him. And then, at that point, you can tell everyone's confused, because the referee, Hebner, calls for the bell, but it's not mm-hmm. rung yet. So the match is over, but it's not over. And then Vader gets knocked out by Michaels. Um, and then after that, fucking Bear sneaks in and bonks fucking Michaels on the back of the head. By the way, for being for having one gimmick or two gimmicks, being fat, a falsetto, okay, three, and having an urn, you'd think at some point Paul Bear would actually hit somebody in a convincing manner with the urn. Because it looks like he's like, if you have a kid and you like boop him on that, boop, oh, oh, yeah. boop. Oh, that's what every time he does it, it just looks so dumb. And so he boops Michaels and then 
One of the commentators, I don't know who, says, I don't think the referee saw that. And my brain also coincided with the other one who went, well, the match the is match over. Is they called for the bell. I was like, it's over. <laughs> and then Sid Vicious comes out. So Vader then goes to get back in the ring after this. But Sid Vicious is coming in. And then they call the bell. The bell rings now, right? The bell mm-hmm. is rung. They're fighting. Go away with whatever just happened there. And then... That, oh, now uh, mankind's up, and he's gonna put he's gonna put he's gonna put Sean in the coffin. And Sean, do you want to take a guess? Do you want to tell the people who's it, what happens? Could, could there be a uh, well, could, the Undertaker comes oh. out of the coffin somehow? So, he, so here's my question, and I actually wonder this: when they positioned this, they did it really specifically, right? He was under the yes. ring, and he went in through the bottom. Because there's no he, way, he there's to. no way mankind it's, was laying on top of the Undertaker the whole no, way down. And I don't think that that Undertaker's strong enough, or there's room in there for a revolving door, which is what Meltzer thinks it is. And I was there's like, no, no there might be a trap door, but not no, a revolving. Door. Honestly, I feel like the way they did it and how particular they were when they positioned it, it, it was on purpose. Taker was under the ring at some point when he got under there. I don't fucking know. Probably the end of the Gold Dust match. He probably never went back to the back and nobody noticed because they they cut to the fucking Titan Tron and Shawn Michaels being so nervous that everybody was like, what the fuck was that? And Undertaker just disappeared. And then like that one kid's like, take her under the ring. Shut the fuck up, child. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So so Taker's in there. (laughs) And um, so he 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 beats up. He throws fully over the top rope and then he doesn't chase him to the back. No, he does that thing where he slowly menaces him to the back. He just. I'm a follow you and mm-hmm. they make it really dramatic, but like no one's moving at more than a leisurely walk here mm-hmm. and they leave. And then Michael's kind of gets up. He's like, Oh, I won. And then they play his music and he celebrates. It, it was a very, is Russo. He's, this can't be, he's not there. No, this there. is pre Russo. Hey, I, I feel like Russo maybe like got one of the writers drunk. It was like, this listen, feels like listen, a Patterson bro. finish. It's got a Pat Patterson <laughs> finish to me. Like we'll it's, we'll have all abs- the guys go out there. It's absolutely no, 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 no. banana. Yeah, well, let's go, please, we'll go banana. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, uh, Meltzer loved the match because it's a Japanese psychology type of match with the knee, uh, and then there was a Sabu spot and a psychosis spot, which is enough was. for him to be like, oh my god, other oh, wrestling. So he, he gave it this? four and three quarters, and he said the thing that kept it making it for match of the year was the fucking fucked up finish. He's like, the finish was so shitty that it kept the match from being match of the year. Otherwise, he probably would have given it five. Okay, so, so. I I, ended up, I gave it an eight. I liked it okay. a lot. It was, I mean, I, I was, again, it's one of those things where it's almost like the the, the Slamboree, or not Slamboree, the fucking Canadian Slamboree. Oh, yeah, movie. Stampede. Where, like, Stampede. I, it's built up in my head so much that I wouldn't do expecting greatness and so far the only time that's ever delivered was brett austin that's the only time it's yeah. ever delivered to the hype that i've gone in like that this was good i liked it i didn't like the glitter that annoyed me yeah and uh the finish was obviously a horribly botched and terrible mm-hmm. uh, but it was still a good match i wouldn't I wouldn't say it's anything like match. I mean, I'd have to see the other matches. It could very well be match of the year, depending on the rest of the fucking shows. Well, I mean, um, the other match that would be a match of the year contender in 96 would be Michaels and Brett in the Iron Man, which we did watch. And I would say this is better than that because I like this is better than that because this is a lot 
easier to watch and it's just mm-hmm. like by the time that match got to the point where this one was good like this match just started and it immediately went to the concrete like you start out with a high not a yeah. half hour of wrestling that's appreciated by some people not others i get why people don't like it but yeah it's just a big big clusterfuck and uh, it's I don't know. It was, something happened. It was it was a thing. I mean, I'm glad I watched it, so now I know what Mix is. I do agree with him, though. The Orton match is better, but I also think the Edge match was better at Mania as well, personally. He might he might say that, too. I just know at the time that he wrote the first two books, I believe this so, was above and away the, his favorite match above. Because at so, the time, everybody's favorite match of his was King of the oh, Ring 98. You know what and we need so, to do? Which, that's not technically a good match. It's just horror. It's it's car crash match. That's what that is. Yeah, it's not a, I like, it's not a I like good it match. Still. Oh, I, I like, like it. it. I mean, I just think it's crazy. People forget like, oh, look, he got thrown through. Like, you know, there's like 10 more minutes of shit that had thumbtacks. More shit. Happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, That's after the second through. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like. The, the the throw off the top of the cell happens within the first three minutes of the match. So yeah, that's why I, like up, it. I was like, everything you remember about that match is the whole match to me. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I remember it and I'm like, he falls and then the stretcher comes out and he climbs and up Terry somehow. Gets choke slammed out of his shoes. Yeah. And then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, so the only other thing we might have to do might put it on the schedule because we don't have a lot. Maybe we need to go back and watch his uh, match with Sting because that was his original favorite match. Up to this. Oh yeah, uh, it's was, like was uh, it Bash at the Beach or something like that. One of those. It's uh, God, what what was that? Um, I don't know, but we, maybe we need to go back and watch that one too. Beach we Blast. Beach, beach Blast. Blast. That's it. Right, right. Um, yeah, ninety-two, we'll, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll add that somewhere down the list, just to say we've seen mixed favorite matches, and then, yeah. Because um, yeah, I'm it's a false count anywhere match, so it'd probably be pretty good. Yeah, I'm curious to see if I like that more than this or less, and then also then where do I rank it against? I feel like we're gonna like that or... match because that's WCW when they didn't have mats. So if it's a false right. count anywhere match, it's all concrete floor. It's gonna be a brutal yeah. match. We should probably put that one on. Now he was cactus at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have well, to I figure mean, that. I'm, I'm curious about the uh, the rest of the card there. If that would be a show worth doing the whole show, or, or if that's a show match. worth just doing the match. I mean, we could do it with your... Yeah, probably just the match. Okay. There's Scotty Flamingo beats Brian Pillman for the light heavyweight championship. I remember seeing that and it being a good match because that's Raven and Pillman. Like, this is going to be okay. Yeah. Um, Ron Simmons beats Terry Taylor. Greg Valentine beats Marcus Bagwell. Ooh. Ricky Steamboat beats Rick Rude in a 30-minute Iron Man. I I rented this tape from uh, Blockbuster. I remember that. Is it just me, or is it weird to think of fucking Buff Bagwell in '92? He's been. He, I don't. I swear he was like a fucking '96, '97. That's when he appeared. But no, he's been around for fucking ever. Yep, Marcus Alexander. In fact, he was one of those fucking. He, you know, when they have a blue chipper kid who can kind of really, really wrestle, you throw him in red, white, and blue tights and send him out there, and that's, that's what it. they did with him. He was yep. like a Mister Olympia type. Yeah. Um, and it was Dusty Rhodes's pet project. We got this kid, baby. His name's Marcus Alexander Bagwell, baby. Let me, let me show you. He's got the stuff, baby. <laughs> He's got the stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, okay. So um, maybe maybe we'll check that pay-per-view out, or at least the match. I think we could just... Yeah, probably the just the match, because uh, I don't know if I want to watch a 30-minute Iron Man with Rick Rude and Ricky Steamboat, but I might. It might. That doesn't sound There's terrible. seven falls in the match, so it's not a boring Iron Man. It's not like a tie. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but that um, also sounds like a great watch-along opportunity, and I'm all for watch-alongs. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, we might have to watch this pay-per-view because we get the Dangerous Alliance in a six-man. Arn, Steve Austin, and Bobby Eaton with Polly Dangerously and Medusa in their corner. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. That's something. Against Dustin Rhodes, Barry Windham, and Nikita Koloff. Oh, Nikita. That's not who I would have guessed would be the next man. And the main event is a 30-minute... Uh, it's a time limit draw between the Steiner brothers and Terry Gordy and Dr. Death. Uh, that could either be really good or really bad. Yeah. It's either, a, <laughs> it's either a good car crash or a bad one. There's nothing in between. <laughs> I just think it's funny that they did. I mean, you know, Alabama is technically on the Gulf of Mexico, but like nothing says bash at the beach, like mobile Alabama yeah, <laughs> or <right>. beach blast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, okay. So we'll have, we'll definitely have to decide that and put that on there because I want to watch that. I I definitely want to see the Sting Cactus because I've never seen it. And part of the series is getting to see things I either didn't see or don't remember seeing. So that'll be cool. But yeah, overall, I gave this uh, the Bret Hart number classic four out of ten. Yeah, fair enough. Um, like you, know. you said, the uh, so I was a bit let down by the main event based on my expectations, but it was still good. The rest of the show wasn't good, but it didn't make me depressed like some of the other shows do. Yeah. So I got to yeah. give it credit for that. Like you said, it was what other than the Owen Bulldog thing. At least that the match Lawler- just dragged. But like because yeah. we got the promo beforehand, I kind of gave and- him some slack. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't a bad show, but obviously it's it's again, it's another one match show. So so to say, I, yeah. I don't think many people are going back to watch Cornette and Lothario. Um, well, Cornette yeah. might. Yeah, I, I think he's more into his WrestleMania 17 appearance. That's true. So because he got paid as a talent on a WrestleMania, and I think that's that's that's, that's probably the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So three stars of the show. Oh, hold on. Let's you know what? Let's do let's do the Meltzer nonsense first. Do that. Okay. Um. Well, basically, he said um, the location of Philadelphia made for the potential of a unique atmosphere, which the WWF did a great job of quelling. There was fear going in based on the lessons learned by WWF and WCW in running major pay-per-view events in Philadelphia in the past and its unpredictable crowd responses, whether cheering certain heels or chanting ECW. The main source of concern was the Mankind versus Shawn Michaels match, since at least to a core of the fans, Mankind is something of a legend in Philadelphia, and he was wrestling in arguably the biggest match of his career. Michaels has gotten a lot more booze in the recent arena shows since the Playgirl magazine he was on the cover of came out. <laughs> Sean, because gays, gays are Yeah. <laughs> mankind did an interview on the free-for-all show basically saying how glad he was to get out of ECW with ever mentioning ECW by name, but instead talked about how he's being glad to no longer be wrestling at the bingo hall in front of unappreciative fans to attempt to get out, uh, to attempt to get to the Dude, fans. Dude, Mick is such a fucking pro. I love him. He's so fucking yeah. good. Apparently it worked as he got more cheers than booze coming out for the interview, but was hardly cheered at all in the Michaels match with Michaels yeah. getting the same type of babyface reaction you'd expect in any other arena. Yeah. In addition with the ECW angle slated for the early in the show, the fans were led early by Tommy dreamer and Sandman into doing an ECW chant and were then escorted out of the building. So they, uh, they escorted Tommy dreamer and Sandman out yeah. making the fans think that it was real. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fans WWF was, was worried about pretty much got it out of their system. And whatever chants were attempted later in the show were barely audible on pay-per-view. So they actually used Sandman and Dreamer chanting for ECW as a way to get the audience to yeah, not kind of. do it. They yeah, escorted them smart. out to get the rest of the fans to settle down and act right. Yeah. Or you're going yeah. to get Me- Meanwhile, too. years later, the CM Punk chants literally ruined people's fucking shows. 
because they could oh yeah for them. sure uh and uh, I guess the reason Vince McMahon is back on commentary here is just to begin the tease for the angle the next night with Jim Ross. So the next night is when Jim Ross is, turns full heel. You fired yeah, me. Yeah, which here's is Razor and Diesel. the fucking Awful. weirdest. It's just it's Jim Ross shit. is not a heel. He's not. Yeah, no. Uh, but, Ugh. you know, Meltzer says, when it comes to pay-per-view, at least you know what you get going in. WCW will give you great undercard matches, bad main events, and booking that makes no sense. WWF will give you a great main event, weak undercard matches, and booking that ranges from creative to desperate. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That that is exactly that is it. That's a dead on fucking. Ex- so as far as the uh, match polls from the fans go, it got a seventy eight percent thumbs up with one hundred and forty nine people voting that twenty uh twelve point six percent thumbs down. Twenty four people voted it thumbs down, and zero point nine percent thumbs in the middle. So, okay, so I'm a 0.1-er because I, I put that in the middle. Yeah, it's, you know, about the best match poll, obviously, 170 votes for uh, Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. Nobody voted for any other match. It was not even close. <laughs> I was really hoping, like, Cornette wrote in and voted for his match. <laughs> Worst match poll was Cornette versus Letharia uh, with 58 yeah. voters. Runner-up would have been Lawler versus Mark Henry. And then the runner-up below that was the free-for-all match, which I don't think is fair. That, that shouldn't well, count. So I don't think any of that's fair. I think the Cornette Lothario is far and away the worst match because at least the Lawler Henry match had an actual wrestler in it who wasn't sixty years old. Because Cornette was a wrestler initially; he wrestled early, early on. Didn't but he? maybe just because it was only fifty-seven seconds, it was more of an angle, and they didn't like seeing Henry have competitive matches. So you know what? You're right because I did get to see Lothario come out to Sexy Boy. So you're right. I okay, <laughs> I got you. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, not 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 really a surprise. You there. know what? You're the, right. Actually, I, on retrospect, fuck it. My least favorite match was the Vega Bradshaw match because that's fucking stupid. God, at least don't looking at the fall brawl lineup. I gotta be honest with you, it just looks like a better pay per view. I don't know. <laughs> so the best match poll on fall brawl was Rey Mysterio Jr. beat Super Calo. Uh, runner up was Jericho versus Benoit. Underneath that oh. was Conan versus Hooventude. That Worst match was Scott Norton versus Ice Train. I forgot uh, Ice Train was. Oh my god! Oh no! War Games uh, uh, was on Fall Fall Brawl. Randy no Savage it. versus the Giant, and oh. Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys. Yikes! That's okay. Yeah, that seems that like a better card all that around. That sounds like something I'd probably. Event. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I'd... I, I'd fuck but we that. got a we got a WCW one coming up in October for Halloween Havoc, so we're gonna get yeah maybe some we'll have we'll to after this is over we'll talk a bit and we'll we'll slip in the Sting match for sure the ninety two yeah piece. for sure that's on Peacock so we that should be easy to see and we can just yeah do a watch all WCW is generally pretty easy to watch along the hardest thing about it is them Finding going over fucking... any Jimmy Hart song that that sounded vaguely like a famous song and giving it really so, shitty stock music uh, you mean so every song he ever recorded <laughs> yes. And also, they give Jericho uh, the walls instead of his Lionheart music, which oh, is always awkward. The, I was going to say, the Lionheart music is not just what he said, generic basketball highlights number four, I think it was. Yeah. Was it's, a joke, it's, something yeah. like that? But they don't have the rights to that song. Yeah. Because so so, okay. it's in the Turner Library. So I think actually uh, yeah. Tony Khan would. But yeah, yeah. not <laughs> WWF. How cool would that be if just out of nowhere Jericho comes out to that? I, I'd fucking Oh, yeah. It'd be I'd great. Probably, he I'd totally probably. should because they, you know. Yeah, he totally should. They uh, they just put out a uh, Lionheart. Like I think actually it's well, a Corazon uh, de Leon action so figure. Did you, you see remember, that? You remember the Omega, um, like the Omega Jericho, the first match they had. Where yeah. When when Jericho came out, 
it played like his like boom it's like highlighted like he had the list and then over here it had the Lionheart and then he came out mm-hmm. there was a new thing I thought that was going to be fucking Omega and I thought he was going to come out in Lionheart gear oh, I was yeah. really disappointed like oh come on but then his new music played and I really like Omega's music that's I, that's a fucking jam and a half yeah. right there I mean it's it's also totally like a Mega Man song like, but it's it fits t- because it's, it's Kenny a, Omega. It, yeah, it's to- it's because so who was it? Was it was it was somebody we just watched face Taka totally had a Mega Man song, but it did oh, not. Uh, fit. The, the great the great Sasuke. Yeah. And Sasuke it, had a Mega was, Man song. That too, was actually but was, just Mega Man, but it wasn't like it was with, from Mega Man. It wasn't it, like yeah, guitar it wasn't, cover. Yeah, it wasn't like Man. a guitar cover with metal and scream. No, it was just. Well, no one knows about Propeller Man. Let's just take that. <laughs> <laughs> no one fucking plays that stage. Oh, Three man. stars, Sean. Number three, Jerry the King Lawler for carrying Mark Henry through a match. And also, he's fucking hilarious. I need to watch more of him. I'm so interested in his heel work because from what I've heard, right, people in Memphis and everywhere fucking hated him. Yeah. And I understand for how healy he is. And I need that. Uh, Number two, (laughs) uh, one and two are pretty obvious. Uh, Two, I went with Mankind. I didn't give him the MVP tonight. Um could have been it's iffy iffy i gave it to michaels because i felt michaels worked outside of his comfort zone a bit more yeah uh, but they both carried that it wasn't neither of them carried each other they both did good and uh i loved how stiff the match was probably i'd say easily the stiffest well this or maybe the triple h SummerSlam, the stiffest michaels matches you'll see yeah um at least with him. Yeah, well, there's hit. there's stiff moments like when he stomps the shit out of Vader and he says, yes. get up. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I mean, like, know. yeah, like for the entirety of the match, like even Michaels and Vince, it's not it's stiff for Vince because Michaels basically kills him for 20 minutes. Yeah. Which we'll <laughs> eventually have to watch that one, too, because like I, I think that might be the only match Vince has at Mania where he ba- I, I don't recall any offense. I think Shawn Michaels just murdered him for 20 minutes. Was that the God match? Uh no 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 uh, hold on no because that was a tag match that was yeah that, Vince well no and that, well it was a tag but then it became a handicap match and anyone that doesn't like that whole series of angles is wrong <laughs> it is <laughs> praise be the name McMahon <laughs> the whole time Shane and Steph are just like uh huh you're really into this dad. <laughs> Uh, no, that was, uh, Vince, uh, WrestleMania. I thought they, they had a 22 WrestleMania 22. Okay. So that was 2000. What's it? Yeah. Okay. 2006. I think this was kind of like the culmination of what we see there, but eventually we'll get to that someday. We, we have a, we have a lot of time and a, a lot more wrestling than time, but we have stuff. So. I just want to say, if you want us to watch that, let us know. Segway, yes. Sean. Oh yeah, well you know if you uh, if you would if you'd like us <laughs> to uh, review anything, if you have any questions, comments, you know, concerns, you know, if you, uh, if you need you know, life advice, technical difficulties, uh, you can get hold of us. If you uh, have I mean, an old, really, I mean, yeah. if you have an old, you have computer, an old computer, you might you, you might be able give to give help. Yeah, if you want to give Sean <laughs> a computer. I'll take it. I'm probably uh, not going to bu- fix it for you, but I'll fix it I just it built for a me. new one, so if you want to just send me like money, I'm not asking <laughs> for money, but I'm saying you should give us money. Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, 
give us a, you know, word of mouth is the best way to, you know, let your friends know about the show. But you can get a hold of us at talkingsmark.com, at talkingsmarkwrestling at gmail.com, at talking underscore smark on Twitter, facebook.com slash talkingsmarkwrestling. I mean, honestly, just get there from the link tree at talkingsmark.com and you will get there. You can listen to us on anchor.fm slash talking dash smart. Just go to talkingsmart.com. I'm just going to keep saying it. Talkingsmart.com. Sean, I got a question for you, though. Huh. Did, did you know that we have a uh, Twitch? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitch.tv slash talkingsmart. One of these days we're going to stream. We're going to stream. We were going to stream. And then hey, we here's the thing. We yeah. got the name, and that that's step one. That's step one. We got to stream soon, or we're going to lose the name. So, uh, well, so we'll, maybe we'll just stream, and it'll be just, hey, we're here. Bye. <laughs> Well, yeah, I got to figure out. So the way that we have to co-stream from separate locations is I have to like bring you in on OBS and then the two of us go onto Twitch that way rather than because we don't want to do a two like a co-stream on Twitch. Like we don't want to have to do two accounts. Yeah, no, we want it on one. And I I don't know. We'll have to see because I know I know I have more PC power and uh, faster Internet because I'm not sharing it uh, with everyone. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to figure have better out better like, upload than I do. Yeah, I've, we'll have I've to, we'll have to it figure it out. Like, yeah, I'll have to bring cap. you in maybe, and then we'll f- we'll figure it we'll out. Figure We're gonna do out. some EWR. We'll d- the Legends House. And we want to I mean, do Legends House. I have yes. a bunch of. We have to probably fucking do that here because I have all the Sims Three. Yeah, I was gonna say that'll be tough to unless I acquire them, which you never, you know. I have disc copies, so if you have an optical drive, we can probably make that work. This computer does not even have a space to put an optical. I, I mean, technically, Same. I could because I I think they have USB to USB Type C, which would probably be pretty quick for uh, optical drives. I'm assuming that's yeah. a thing nowadays. Yeah, I so. think that would be quick. I enough. do have a Type C on the front, so I mean, it could be done, but we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, yeah we'll we'll yeah. stream stuff. We we promise, and we're definitely promising it. No guarantees on when. It just will probably happen, maybe. No promises yeah. either. No guarantees. No promises. Nothing. Yeah, no. We no. Uh, we, uh, we offer a 0% money back guarantee. You guys are problem. lucky we have these podcasts coming out regularly. Cause... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we got to watch wrestling, and yeah. that's, like, really hard to ask wrestling fans to do. It's so much more hard to watch. look at the numbers, like, that's, that's the obvious. Thing. Like, it's, it's so much harder doing this. Like, watching wrestling, like, as a fan so much easier than watching it and having to talk about it in in a coherent manner right it's that's what know- makes wrestling fans angry yeah and that's like literally if you're going to be critical of wrestling which is the point of like doing a podcast right then you're going to nitpick and you're not going to like it as much as you would if you were just sitting there to just watch it which is absolutely just- which is it's absolutely yeah. true but it's also funny cuz when Brian points something out that's funny i laugh yeah and Absolutely. he's not annoying. And again, I think we mix it up every now and again. We treat ourselves to a good show. Yeah, it's just know, mostly we just, we just did that last week with yeah, SummerSlam 05. We, yeah. we don't get to do that. Every, uh, you every get week. a match. That one super surprised because I honestly picked that as a joke to laugh for 20 minutes. Turned yeah. out to be a pretty good match after Michael's got most of the, the nonsense out of his system. Yeah, it's probably the best Hulk Hogan match we're ever going to watch on this show. So I don't know if the V the Vince Hogan isn't bad. Yeah, you're right. The WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. I, I think they're kind of both up there. Well, I mean, it, as far as watching the match goes, it's better than uh, the fucking Rock Hogan match, which we watched this year. I mean, oh that, yeah, uh, no, it was the match, reaction, yeah, but... absolutely. I mean, and better than Warrior Hogan. I get same kind of thing. 
the, the crowd reaction is what makes that match. If you mute it and you watch it, you're like, they're doing a lot of, you know. It turns out a lot of the best matches held in Canada, the crowd reaction is the reason that it's considered a great match in Canada. Like, yeah. those are both at the Sky Dome. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Can, like, six. again, yeah, and the, think about it. If the Canadian Stampede or Vader match, if that was, if you mute that, is that amazing? No. Yeah. It is just a match. But again, that's part of wrestling. It matters a little bit. But also, if there's a great match that people ignore, I won't give it as great of a rating. Some people might give it five stars, six stars. Who knows? Meltzer's mm. crazy. But yeah. Sean, just so you know, Kurt Angle's never had a five-star match. Never had a five-star match. Not never one. Five Not match. ever. <laughs> but you know who uh, probably will have a five-star match? Uh, Kenny Omega. Is, uh, yeah, well, Osprey. Yeah, well, Os- Osprey. Osprey. He's gonna have at least ten more. Did Osprey and Orange Cassidy give five stars? I actually didn't look at his review. I think for, they uh... did. I need to go watch that show though because I said going into that, everyone that doesn't like this Orange Cassidy Osprey match, fuck yourselves. Cassidy is an amazing worker, and you're just dumb. I, I have it pulled up right here. I'm on because the Observer's website. I, I know I we're kind of rambling at this point, show. but I heard that like I wasn't excited after everybody important got hurt. But they fucking pulled that show out. I need to go watch the whole thing again, like throughout. I, I kind of skipped around. But yeah. I, I heard that ma- that show is like up there with their best pay-per-view ever. So it fucking delivered. That's the so good on them because, because we've seen right what happens when plans go awry in WWF earlier this year. And it was not good. It can go horribly wrong and terrible, but also it can be good. So uh, the readers of the Observer gave Forbidden Door a 100% thumbs up, 596. Yikes. The best match poll was Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy okay. at 357 votes. Okay. And let me see what Meltzer gave the match itself. Jesus Christ, he writes a lot more than 10,000 words these days, doesn't yeah. he? No, I he need to go write, back and watch that. Like, I just hear write. everything about that show is top notch. So I need to watch He gave it four thing. and three quarter stars, so oh. he didn't give it five. Okay. Did he give anything five on that show? uh claudio was four and a half yeah that one i heard was really good Ugh. moxley tanahashi four and a half a lot of four and a half sting and darby four and a half pack uh four and a half (laughs) oh yeah 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 four ftr four and a half okay yeah so the lowest for jericho yeah i think yeah yeah, i I don't see a five-star match but i think this the lowest i yeah the lowest i see here is what two and three quarters three and a half thunder rosa and tony storm he gave lance archer and camarado two and three quarters and he gave well i think uh, that was on the pre-show kind of thing probably was but he doesn't count it that way anymore yeah yeah yeah. the buy-in or whatever they call it no i need yeah i need to go watch that because like this seems overall oh you know the the ass boys and max caster uh only got a two stars that was only a two star how do you give the ass boys less than three can't be done can't do uh, it. Yeah, I don't know. It might be might maybe a uh, caster brought You know, down. actually, I think the problem is because they're not using the Ass Boys official theme song. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. They have well, one. you know, it seems like they they already separated them from Danhausen, so now they're dealing with the acclaimed and then the acclaimed just broke up with them, but it looks like the acclaimed get to take Billy Gunn. Yeah, and then I'm I'm really confused. They're they're really slow playing the whole uh hook thing now, huh? Yeah, because they were pushing uh, him like crazy. And now he's kind of not really he's not even on the main show right now. 
seems a they little... don't know what the fuck they're doing right now. They uh, I've stopped watching because I, they are they are stop doing the, anything. It's the problem. It's the problem for EWR when you have too much talent, you can't fit it all on the show. Yep, it's so hard. And I, I well, and then they're all injured, and then the ones I mean, that aren't injured are. Here's uh, the thing: Would you rather have that as a problem or a seventy-year-old delusional man as the problem? I'd rather have talent, too much talent, as my problem than a crazy old man who thinks midgets are the funniest thing on the world. Yeah. But I also really would. I I'm starting to think that MJF thing is a shoot because we're losing heat. We're going too long and he's still nowhere to be found. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I'd like at least something like just put out a tweet, do do something just to be like, Hey, fuck well, Wardlow guys. on an interview recently said like, he's an actual piece of shit. He's, you know, so they're trying no, to I, either. Play I, I'm, it or... I'm convinced it's, it's a work. But it's like a, it's yeah. like a tented. It's like a I'll work with you because I'm under contract. I'm a professional, but I don't like this kind of work, you know. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah so it's... actually, what I heard, like I heard, the rumor is like the whole point of this was him and Punk were supposed to have a thing. MJF was supposed to win the title off Punk, and that was Punk. That'd be MJF's big, you know, moment stepping stone to be a monster heel champion run. And then Punk got hurt, and so from what I've heard, again. I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. I'm just reading things on the internet. The plan now is to basically hold MJF out until Punk comes back. Okay. And then when Punk comes back, Punk will win the title because they're going to do that unification thing. And right. then as he does that, almost have that Cena Punk thing where Cena won it. And then as soon as he does, Punk comes out to kind of spoil the moment. MJF's going to come out and kind of, you know, get his heat back. I, don't, I think that'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Not as cool as having Cena win the title two years from now after Roman's had it for almost three, four years, but that's exactly. fantasy booking segment. So don't worry about that, but that's a really good idea and I should be paid money for it. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I think right now, like I was saying earlier when we were talking before we hit record, uh, this is, this is proof that wrestling needs an off season because everybody's kind of yes. in limbo right now. Both companies, you got yep, Cody yep. out in WWE, <sighs> you've got punk out and Danielson out over here and AW. Yeah, and you've and got, it, like, it makes so much sense because you don't have to every year. Oh, Randy Orton only wrestles from January to October. No, like he does it. And then maybe he goes an extra month, give him a couple months, like move it around. Just yeah. you'll always and have then, guys and then having there. a champion like Lesnar who maybe only has so many matches a year. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, no, well, now we get to have more important ones. And that's why I said, I honestly think at this point, have Roman hold the title, beat the rock at this WrestleMania clean. He wins. And at that point he goes, there's no one left to beat. I'm leaving. Call me when there's a real opponent, have him leave. He comes back every three months, beats somebody at the next, mm -hmm. at the next one, have him enter the Royal rumble. Because he says, I'm the only one that can win the Rumble. I don't even want to wrestle at WrestleMania. I'm the champion. I do what I want. Cena comes out, 30th entrant, eliminates Roman, gets his title match with Roman, beats Roman, and then Cena can lose both titles at SummerSlam, back-to-back -back in the same show, because he's a fighting champion. Unlike Roman, he's going to defend both titles at SummerSlam, lose them both. You now split the titles back up. Cena is now an 18-time world champion, so he gets the record. And Cena's mm -hmm. out, and that's his last run. That's what I would do. I, I don't see anything bad with that. Because at that point, no one's going to boo Cena. Because Roman would have had one well, title. already for aren't. You know what I mean? People are already happy yeah. to see him when he comes no, back. No, yeah, so Roman would have held. Cena appreciation night. Thing. Yeah, because Roman has both titles. So he'd hold one title for another year and a half, two years. And then the other one he's already had for, six, last I checked, 650-ish days. So mm -hmm. he'll be 
you know, a four or five year champion. I don't even think that's a problem. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Just build people up. It, you don't, it, it's like, well, yeah, nobody, nobody needs to see rock beat Roman, but also if they no. don't do that at next mania, they shouldn't do it because no. rocks 50. Now, no, I rock think Hogan needs to was lose. 49 at mania 18. Yeah. No, which rock, means rock ne- is now older yeah, than the rock. Old guy ne- was. No, rock needs to come in and he needs to lose to Roman, which is something I didn't think I'd say. Cause I'm tired of Roman. But at this point I'm like, you've had it on him so long. Go all in. And mm-hmm. Cena will be, you know, how even I would buy a John Cena fucking jersey at that point. If he came back and won both titles off of Roman at Mania. I, yeah, it, I've never liked Cena. Never. I mean, I don't dislike him. I think people give him shit because he's just doing his job. He's told you're John Cena. Go do it. OK, boss, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And he's not an asshole. He's a good guy. So I, I would love that because who else is going to beat Roman? It's like when Punk was the champion for 430 days. And what did you do? You had him drop it to Del Rio for a fucking month of touring in Mexico. Del Rio's a heel. Why would you? They weren't cheering him anyway. They don't care. It was so yeah. fucking pointless. I've no never point. seen the appeal about Del Rio. So I just never, ever, ever. Oh, I agree. I think that. he's I think he's one of the most boring. I think his the biggest gimmick he had was uh, fucking his little butler man. Much better. Yeah. I liked him more. But like, and you know, I I don't I don't think he was he. Therefore, yeah, his butler man was better than him on the mic. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, that's it. Yes. Yes. Um, and he's never been that interesting of an in-ring worker to me. No. Uh, Is he, he and good? He's are both fine? insane human beings, and we got to find oh. that out from the two of them together. Oh my god! Uh, yes. So yeah, I just am not interested in uh pretty much anything that he does. Alberto no, Del, but... whatever. I don't care. Yeah, no, I, I'm tempted. I might, I don't know. I got, I got to think about it. But yeah, that, that, that's what I would do. I would do a long, 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 long term booking with Roman. Let him do what he wants. Bring him in, almost Lesnar like every three, maybe, maybe the big four pay per views. He shows up, goes, who wants a shot? Have him destroy. Like I, I don't even care if it kills the heat. Put someone in there who's really hot. Put Cody in there. Have him destroy Cody. No chance. Unfortunately, Roman having those kinds of matches doesn't work for me just because his he's never changed his uh, in-ring style. It's He's still having his face match. Yeah, it's He doesn't true. get to do the day. What are you going to do? Oh, Superman punch. What a dominant fucking looking move. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not like, like when Lesnar was healed, he just started suplexing. Like, that's devastating, but also boring as shit. And he doesn't care because it works. That's yeah. fair. But yeah, well, I mean, the first time he did it was awesome. Against that, oh. Yeah, that because was a, Cena sold it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cena, see, and I think that was like the opposite because when Brock first came back, you remember, and he had that match against Cena and Cena won. I thought that mm-hmm. was the wrong call. So I'm glad yeah. they redid it and like, you know what? Maybe we let him win. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Cena needs to win. Well, I mean, Cena- Lesnar's already just not as cool as he was when he first came back. I mean, like one of the coolest things was that he got to have the Jimmy John sponsorship on his yeah. WWE tights and shit. Right. And yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. His but like, presentation's kind of from what down. I've been hearing, like they want to put they want Cena to they want Cena in theory. I don't see the whole Austin theory thing. I think this is like Vince with Drew McIntyre. We're like, he's good, but stop. He's no one. It's not. It's it's just, well, Drew McIntyre was better in in fucking Impact, and every time they've oh, tried 100%. to do it in WWE, they screw it up. Well, so they Galloway, bring him back. They all, bring him back. Fucking real name. It's cool well, they name. bring him back in NXT, and he's great. And then well, let's put him in the event. What else? Well, isn't he? Uh, isn't he Scottish? Yeah. Well, I've got a I've got a Claymore. No, no. 
Yeah, that was the name of his move. He didn't need to actually carry, carry a, a fucking... fucking unless he's, uh, what was it Simon said, I think? Unless he's going to use it, why give it to him? Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unless he's going to decapitate also, his opponent. Do you think Vince had just seen Braveheart? Like just like the just in five five years ago, the, like like because we no, know the night that he before. had never seen Star- he'd never seen Scarface. So when he yeah. heard a Razor Moan, he was like, "Oh, that's the greatest oh, idea great. ever, pal!" And, yeah, wow. So uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like Vince sees. I mean, to be fair. We haven't just saw Kings of New York like two weeks ago, and he's like, "Seamus Butch." It's well, gonna we be haven't great, even pal. mentioned that, but uh, Vince Vince has to be gone now, right? Like, it's not just paying people off for sex. Now it's actual sexual you know pressuring is a job like he's gone he's got to be gone it's it's over. Uh, he's done we'll see jericho just said he doesn't think there's anything illegal uh, about it technically well that was jericho said that before the allegations came out that he was pressuring people and then releasing them if he didn't get blowjobs what about uh natalia's tweet like a week before this came out where she said she just wants to make vince mcmahon happy above all else mm, yeah what mickey james did you see she got shit for her post of saying, no wonder I didn't get a raise. That's funny. And if you think that's offensive, fuck you. You're wrong. Yeah. Stop. No, that's that's fucking total. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. I, th- I think um, he's I think he's gone. I think it's he's going to be out. I think Triple H, Steph and Nick Khan are going to take over. And oh, I'm by actually, the way, that UFC picture, there's another version of it where Nick Khan is actually seated to the right of Pat, Ma- Pat McAfee. <laughs> they didn't take that picture correctly, but he's there. <laughs> so it was Vince, Stephanie, uh, you know, Triple H, Triple H Pat, Pat McAfee, and, and Nick Khan. Not Shane. Pat McAfee is now the replacement for Shane McMahon. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's been well, I mean, son. I like I like him a lot more. I love Pat McAfee. <laughs> and I've liked him before he was involved in wrestling. Just oh, yeah. His well, his podcast was always great. Yeah, uh, it is now, too, because we actually get to hear, like, one of the only times you'll ever hear Brock Lesnar talk for two hours. Not just he talks. He's just Brock. What are you doing for fun? Uh, I like to haunt on my f- farm and uh, Brock, you're talking, you're not yelling. You're not, ju- ah! you're not doing that. That's weird. <laughs> uh. um, well, that said, I'm not sure what order we're going to put these out in, but uh, next week might be uh, vengeance 2002, or that might've been last week, depending on how we're uh, actually going to scope this one out. So that said, yeah. Um, next week's show might be back to 97 or it might be vengeance 2002, but if you made it this far, you'll 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 probably not be too terribly or humbly surprised because you you would have listened last week then if you and, and the last week and the show. last week and the last week and the last month and the month and the whole year when we said we're doing 97 2002 so it shouldn't be a surprise that we're doing a yeah. 2002 pay-per-view so it's, it's either going to be vengeance 02 next week or that was already last week and it'll be another 97 pay-per-view next week what are the odds what are the odds so could be any that said we're going to get out of here and uh we're going to finish watching wrestling so that we can do another one this week to stay on schedule for you folks so yes. uh that that'll be fun that's fun uh, fun torture whatever you know we'll make it work uh we'll be right back here next week on talking smart talking smart.com talking smart.com talking smart.com email us comment on a post uh any anything just just anything please just tweet at us send us a message in a bottle uh carrier pigeon will yeah. work um, yeah, you just, know whatever <laughs> just, just let yeah. us know you're there we're lonely <laughs> yes Tele- telegraphs Telegraph. um yeah, morse sure. code i i have a chart somewhere i was uh, gonna say we we they tried to teach us that in cub scouts but we were both too bored to bother learning it 
Yeah, yeah, yes. I know SOS because that's very easy. Yeah, you know what? Morse code was just like early fucking EDM. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. We could write us. We could just write an EDM song, but it's actually a very, very offensive message. Vulgar offensive. Yeah, and they'll never know. This is a jam. You're like, yep, sure. Let's go with that. It is a jam. All right, next week, right here on on Talking Smoke. Yeah.